Welcome to Death and Aliens, an in-depth look at horror and sci-fi TV from two friends who vaguely know what they're doing. I am Courtney. I'm MK. And I almost forgot to do the intro, and then I remembered it was for me to do. How are you? (laughs) I am, you know, starting to, like, panic. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, like, so this week it was really great. All my, both of my professors were like, um, you don't have any homework due on Tuesday. You guys have all been working so hard. We're like coming up toward the end of the semester. So like, there's nothing due this week. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so great. I needed this break. And then I was like, oh my God, that means that like my projects are coming up soon. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, so that's awful. Um, and also, um, I went to a wedding expo yesterday and like got super overwhelmed because i talked to like seven djs and made no decisions um but i scheduled a cake tasting um and i scheduled my first dress appointment um when is it i need to know if i'm available for like a facetime um it is the saturday after thanksgiving I'm available for a FaceTime. Okay. Um, they're like stingy. This this bridal studio, I don't know 100% if I'm going to buy a dress there because I don't really, oh. I don't really get, like, I don't really get the vibe, like, like the vibe there, but like they were the only one at the expo. And like, if you signed up at expos, they have discounts and whatever. And sure. And they have a trunk show that day. So like, I'll, just, I'll see. I don't know what's going on. Um, but I'm only allowed to bring three guests. So um, my mom. Yeah, so my mom and my sister and Jill are coming, but like, um, I couldn't, obviously you couldn't get here anyway. Um, and sure, I couldn't, sure couldn't. <laughs> and I couldn't, I can't, like, I had to tell Dan's mom that I can't have her come. Yeah. Um, which is frustrating. I mean, not that I necessarily need her opinion, but like, I want her to it's feel nice, like yeah. I'm, I want her to feel like I'm including her in it. And, um, it's not, I, I like her. Like, I am not like, oh, his right. mom. You know what I mean? Like, um, but so, like, I was talking to her, and she was like, okay. She was like, no, I get that, like, about the gown stuff, but, like, please send me pictures all day. And I was like, okay. Um, so, like, I'll have um, one person have their phone on FaceTime with you, and, like, one person will be, like, using my phone to, like, send pictures to Dan's mom. That's what I, whenever I was doing, when Rachel was doing her fitting, I obviously could make it for that either. Yeah. She's in New Orleans. Um, and she was doing it while I was working at the bar one day. And so I just gave Noelle my phone and had her on FaceTime with, um, Rachel's mother-in-law. And I was yeah. like, I'm just going to walk by you every now and then. And you like grab me when she's trying on a dress and I'll stop and look at it and then keep working. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I can totally do this not working. Perfect. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'll be great. It'll be fine. And then, but then I'll be like, yeah, I know you only said like three guests, but like that was in the room, obviously. So. Right. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> yeah. not the same. That's not the same. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, that is, but like, so I've got that and um, this is, I've been sick for three weeks on top of all of that. And um, so I'm just like overwhelmed by like existing at the current moment but i also like feel like i don't have a lot of work to do because i like 
because I have no homework due this week and I'm a very much like a segmented kind of person, I'm like ahead on what I need to do for school this week, like for my classes that I'm teaching. So like, I'm like, I have so much free time. I don't, I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. I'm going to go into absolute panic mode this weekend and it's going to be fine. You are. It's totally fine, but you are. Great. Um, Um, Well, I'm going to throw everyone off. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. Um, And also, yesterday was my birthday. (laughs) Yeah. So, whatever. Um, Time is an illusion. Nothing matters. Um, So, hopefully, when you find me today, I will be enjoying my my parade and then trekking over to Jersey to hang out with dogs for three days. Um, but as you find me in, in, in my now time, um, I've been like every year now, since I've turned 30, this is my second year doing this. I've tried to like figure out something that like, I wanted to kind of be my way of life, I guess. Yeah. For like the next year to like try new stuff. And so like, and so last year when I turned 30, that was my thing is I wanted to try new things. I wanted to do new big things. And so like I took a trip to San Francisco and like my mom came for half of it. The other half was like a solo trip. And that was my first time like going out of the state by myself. And then um, I did like I started my own business and then yeah. um, did all these crazy things. And so like and I just kind of like did more and like I. I quit a job that like I didn't have time or energy for and it's all of these things have caused a lot of stress in my life but for the best for the best yeah this year because last year was wonderful but stressful I've decided my whole my whole plan is to be like is find peace in the chaos that's my mantra Um, I I wrote a whole article about it on medium you can go check it out um it's five dollars to be a member but uh yeah, so I just, I, like, got, so I was at the, obviously, I was at the festival still, I mean, the uh, conference still on my birthday, and so I woke up at 1 a.m. to go to these showcases after my nap, and uh, at 1, I went to the showcases and, like, spent the next two and a half hours doing that, and at 3.30, I went back to my room, and I just, like, sat down and, like, wrote this article, and I was like, this is, this is my next year, and so. I like it. Um, I like it. So that's my plan. I'm going to. I'm going to find peace in the midst of all the chaos that's stressing me out. Yeah. And so far, 24 hours in, I'm doing okay. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll see how long it lasts, but hopefully it lasts forever. I love it. Um, that's great. So to add to my peace, could you give me a little spiritual guidance? I can. And you know what? It's actually funny because the last like two months have been like really rough for both of us. Um, and then you just said, you know, your goal is to like find peace in the chaos and to not be stressed out anymore. And not having had this conversation with you beforehand, the quote that I picked said, shit always gets harder right before the level up. Remember that. Really hoping we're in that level up here. Me too. Me so too. Because it we, has been. We deserve it. We do. It's been fucking, I think I'm in the shit getting harder and then like next year will really be the level up once I have like a new job and get married and all of that fun stuff. But like, and I know that like the harder is not done because my classes are just going to get harder. Like I I know that, but holy shit, this last few months has been something. <laughs> it's been a real bummer. Yeah. Last few months yeah. been a real bummer. So, um, yeah. 
it's time to find the joy. And I felt like I, I felt like I was really tested today at work. I you I I um was really impressed because like you had some like you didn't have as many words about how your day at work was as you usually do when your day at work is as bad as today was. So I was yeah, I was impressed. I, mean, I had like eight different projects that my boss threw at me within an hour and a half, and I like was super overwhelmed and stressed. And by the end, I was like, I'm just gonna turn on a little flamey Grant, little pears, like. And just listen yeah. to some jams and, and you like the office. You like, like you like left you left work like an hour later than you wanted to because of a fight with a printer and like yeah, yeah. there was not even any aggression when I talked to you about it. Yeah. Was, yeah. I'm so we proud of you. Fight with a printer. Thank you. Thank you. So here we are. New year, new me. And all that jazz. <laughs> Whatever. Something. But well well, I might be New Year, new me. This podcast surely is not because we continue oh. talking about The Exorcist, season two, episode seven. I forgot what number it was for a second. <laughs> and it is titled Help Me. I I read the title before I watched the episode and I was like, I don't know what's about to happen. I'm not sure what to expect. <laughs> yeah, I read the title and I had positive, like I had hope. Mm, I didn't. I will say that. I did not have hope when I read it. Oh, well, my problem was I, like, I spiraled a lot. Like, I had hope, and then I was like, oh, fuck. And then I was like, oh, maybe, mm, no, fuck. Mm, ah, mm, no, no, no. Yeah. That was, yeah. Well, it aired November 17th, 2017. Um, It was rated 8 out of 10, which is a little lower than the past couple, not that much or like right around it's not it's really been very average this season like nothing yeah dramatically higher dramatically low um everything is the same for song movie and book nothing exciting um but on this day i do have two facts for you a lot of people died i ignored all of that so okay <laughs> just wrote that off um mungo man who is the oldest human remains was returned to Lake Mungo in a okay. something. I think it was North, North, South, something South Wales. I wrote the letters. I didn't write the words out. New South Wales. Probably. NS- I wrote an L. NS- but I was pretty sure it was supposed oh, to be in. NSW <laughs> is New South Wales, which is in okay. Australia. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's New South Wales, but I wrote LSW, which is what threw me off. Yeah, that's um, not a thing. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I don't think it is. I think you're right. I don't think it is. Um, <laughs> and my other fact is that this is the day Harry Styles released his Behind the Album release. Okay. So, real 2017 for you. It was what, in what day in November? What? What? what it say? was November. What day in November was 17th. it? 17th. 17th. 17, 11, 17. I assume 17. this is like ever, ever since New York era. Mm, yeah. That's what I'm guessing. Um, no, I'm, I'm also just trying the to figure first out one. who was I in November 17th, 2017. I was a basket case. I was a month I, out from moving to New York. I believe that. I, um, yeah. I, oh, what is this? Oh, I was at a fundraiser. 
You're so. less of a basket case then. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, was at a, I was at a fundraiser. That's nice. That's nice for you. Yeah. I was stressed. But now I'm too blessed to be stressed, so never again. Love it. Love it. Um, we have a new director for this episode, Stephen A. Adelson. He is known for 12 Monkeys, The Chronicle Riddick, Fantastic Four, and Batman Begins. And he did, like, some different types of work on here. He did, like, no, camera work on one and, like... Oh, I was going to say, was he... Was, is it 12 Monkeys, the movie, or the TV show? That's a great question. I didn't realize there were two. So I just yeah. wrote down... That's the, totally the title. fair. Great. Um, but he did, uh... Yeah, he did some camera work. I think he did some, like, writing directly. Like, but he was kind of scattered around. Oh, like, okay. What his actual thing he was did. Cool. Um... Writers are all the same. David Grimm, Melissa Clark, and Yasmin Yilmaz. And our editor is Janet Weinberg, who has been the most prominent editor so far. Um, our star we're talking about, not a lot of like, guest stars that we talk about. Yeah. So, is uh, Cyrus Arnold, who plays Truck. Truck. My fave. And he is known for Mr. Harrigan's Phone, which is a dumb movie um but that's fine it just came out like i think it came out last year because i think i watched it during the 31 days of horror last year mm, um, okay family switch 8-bit christmas and zoolander 2 which i have not seen zoolander 2 i, I have not seen, seen Zool- I've, i have not seen zoolander 2 either so i don't know anything about it but his birthday is january 2nd so he is like an almost new year's baby and he starred in, and his first role was in Sam and Cat on Nickelodeon. Yes. Okay. So that's who he is. So let's let's do this thing. Um, I will tell you, <laughs> I started this episode, and I was like, "Are we starting with the next morning?" I should have known from the sepia tone, like that it was not a new day but a dream state yeah my brain just did not process for a minute but i I also like just gotten home from work i don't know if my brain processed anything that i watched in the entire 45 minutes there was it was a lot but like a lot not a lot of plot just a lot yeah and uh I'm going to do an excellent job at running this thread through. So everyone's going to keep up like super well. I'm yeah. You um, now, and your because, expectations are going to be really high. Yeah. Because background um, for those of you who don't hear what we say before we're recording, which is all of you. Um, <laughs> I literally looked at Courtney and said, I don't know how the fuck we're going to do this episode. I literally cannot figure it out. So um, I'm putting all of my faith in Courtney's hands okay. and um I apologize if I am a complete shit show for the rest of this episode. I'm uh, shooting for the moon to land above the stars. So hopefully we make a little sense. Mm. Yeah. Um, so we start with our not next morning, as I thought at the time when I was writing my notes. Um, and we just hear Nicole say Andy's name as he wakes up in bed alone. And he starts walking around looking for Nikki and he like pours two coffees and I'm like, what is happening? And I was like, Oh duh, this is like 
past. This is a memory. This is not a today. Yes. But it, it took me longer than it should have to realize that. I, I will admit. I mean, um, I I didn't know what was going on either. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of I'll be honest, I didn't know it was a memory until Chuck was asking about his lunch. I was like, okay, got it. Not not real. Yeah, I realized when he started pouring the coffees because I also realized that we had a sepia undertone. And that's what mm. they always use when they're in a dream state. And so I was like, oh, I get it. But it was about 10 seconds probably before you realized. So not not much, not much sooner. Um, and yeah, so of course, Chuck comes up and we realize now, obviously, this is not today because Chuck is not there. Chuck is not there because fuck them. Uh, yeah, the demons. What are, what are they doing? So he appears and he shows up with a note from Nikki and he's like, what does this mean? And he's like, and Andy's like, what are you talking about? He says, don't forget, I'll always love you. Why would I forget? And he's like, you know, it's just your mom. She's just writing stuff. You're supposed to read it when you get to school. And he's like, but why would I forget? And like, just keeps saying and keeps pressing. And I was so sad at the moment. That made me so upset because like, also like, on the one hand, like just, truck's pure like innocence of just not understanding why somebody could forget something and like realizing Mm -hmm. that that means that like nikki was genuinely so good to the kids that like he couldn't imagine forgetting that she loved him but also knowing that that was like her version of a suicide letter like oh my god yeah it was uh it was rough um and we passed truck because he's still kind of looking for Nikki and he passes Caleb who's looking for his headphones he tells him where to look Caleb and Verity are going at it um, but also like then, the fact that he knows Caleb well enough to tell him exactly which pocket of which hoodie to look for like yeah and like, it's really is they were such and he was a great parents, dad yeah. yeah yeah and uh he so then he keeps going to look for Nikki he goes outside and he makes it all the way to the lake when he sees her walking into the water and going under. And he runs out to get her and he can't find her. And it's just like, it's so depressing. And then a search yeah. team arrives and they find her before um, the neighbor. What is the neighbor's, the, the neighbor's name? I always forget his name. Oh, um, Peter? Marcus's bestie. I think it's is Peter. It Pete? That sounds it's right. Peter. Yeah. Because yeah, I was trying to remember right. which which one was his actor name and which one was his um <laughs> actual name. No, his character yeah. name. Peter. Peter is the character. Yeah, and uh, so he's trying to get him out of there, obviously, before he can see her. But he's too slow, and he sees her um dead on the ground, and he of course freaks out. And then they pull him back. They take her body away. And we see the, what I call lovingly, the demon rock roll off of her body. And that's the rock that he took into the house with him that started all this what chaos. The fuck is he doing? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to pick up a creepy rock. Like, mm-hmm. I just, like, I can't even, I don't even understand what the the thought or the logic is in that. Because, like, if somebody was holding a creepy, like, if somebody, like, was holding a creepy rock and then they killed themselves, um, I don't think I'd ever want to see that rock. Like, I wouldn't want to keep it. Like, yeah. it's not like, a, oh, let me hold this deer because it meant something to them. Like, it's like, get the la- the memory of them killing themselves out of my mind. Like, I, I, I don't. 
I yeah, don't understand. I also don't get it. I also like, don't get it. Andy asked for the demons. Like, he he brought this upon himself. Too innocent, sweet Andy. Andy. Uh, and as we go to pan out, all of the kids are there. And then we start hearing yelling, and they're still exercising him in today's time. And uh, we hit the credits. <laughs> so, that intro lays out the rest of what's happening in this episode that is the, that is how we move the rest of the episode it is so so, so confusing it's not confusing to watch i just like i don't even know how to explain it yeah so i'm glad i don't have to well you know i got you i'm here for you um so we we go back in the credits and we go back to christmas past because we just keep going back and forth and it shows that like demon andy is like remembering these past memories yeah and he sees like um like all their picture taking and stuff like that and he uh wakes up for real and says he couldn't stop her and yeah he just keeps saying it and Tomas and Marcus know that he's not, uh, that he's not all the way taken by then. And they start yeah. asking about the evil and saying like, don't like, don't let it get you. Don't forget about it. All this stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we go back again and we learn, we go back even farther before they have any of the kids. And we learn that Nikki also had worked in social services um i assume with rose but she worked in social services and she starts talking about this one girl that she's like she really needs help and i honestly think we're the only ones that can do it and we learn that it's verity of course and uh so we we have that moment and then we jump to her funeral and they're all standing out there. Shelby, of course, is saying uh, all these prayers. kind words and yeah. you know prayers and such. And then Andy starts to scatter the ashes, and he's struggling to do it. And so Shelby is like, "Well, I, I'll do it for you." And he goes to start, and he just like dumps it all in the garden. And Verity freaks out, and she's like, "You've done it wrong. Like you're supposed to scatter." And he's like, "I, I did." And he, she's like, "Absolutely not." And Andy, because he's a good dad, is like. He's like, no, everyone. He's like, yeah, like there's no great. right or wrong way. Like, it's fine. We're all, everyone's fine. Everything's good. Um, and Verity's just so upset. She tries to run off and he chases her and like holds her while she just cries. And poor, poor Caleb is like, what's happening? And truck just goes, he put mom in the garden. Which... All right, there we go. That's our uh, kickoff for further past memories, I guess. But uh, so in this moment, with everything happening, we transition back into present day where they're still praying. Marcus is still telling him to keep fighting and asking where it all started. He just keeps asking him. He's like, "Just tell me where it all started." And he, and then we go back to the past, and Verity is. 
this Elantra, what does this word say? So this is clearly right after Nikki passes because Verity's going yeah. to take it on the role of like taking care of everyone. She's doing laundry. Yeah. Andy hasn't washed his sheets in a while, so she's washing his sheets. She's washing Chuck's clothes. And Andy is just super struggling. And well, because she washed his sheets because it was filthy and awful and he she knew he needed her to do that because he couldn't do it himself. But also then that means that he they don't smell like Nikki anymore. Um yeah. and, which uh, like also sent me into like an existential like crisis like dread about like what I would be because I'm like horrible at doing my laundry as like a normal person but like same. if I ever lost Dan I like feel like I I don't I don't know I don't know I'm not I'm not a functioning person so like let's not imagine that I would function then so no it's a uh, yeah no I would not do well I would need someone to jump to my laundry or I wouldn't do it yeah no um but yeah so then we have a and then she ugh, the most heartbreaking she asks him if Nikki said anything to her I mean said anything to him about it and he just says no not to me and it's uh that means that she didn't she didn't tell anyone her her one thing was her note to truck i guess which was so sad i think she but put notes in every no on way. all the kids lunches yeah. i was gonna um, say there's i guess there's no way to know because he found her before everybody left for school to go to lunch like yeah but also um, like from other memories that we see in this episode we know that like she did take medication for depression like it wasn't surprising yeah. that she was depressed but like there there wasn't anything there wasn't any signs and like listen everybody wants to say things and like rose and the bullshit that she said at the beginning of the season about him not seeing the signs and everything like that's bullshit um nobody and like this is like straight up we're gonna take a second here for like psa and like suicide awareness like don't let anybody fucking tell you that you can see those signs. Um, I have a friend who committed suicide. Um, he literally had dinner with his family, um, did the dishes, emptied the dishwasher, wrote a note to his parents, and then went to the garage because he knew that his dad would leave first so his dad would find him, not his mom. Yeah. Like, just just an absolute normal day, family dinner, no literally not one person in his life like knew that anything was wrong um and i it's been seven years and i like still struggle that i never saw anything but like what was i ever gonna see like right they that's not something when people are truly struggling like the people who are like oh i'm gonna die i'm gonna kill myself like especially when you're young that is usually attention usually. attention and like not mm-hmm. to say that their need for attention it does, shouldn't be validated but like that's not the way to go about it most people who actually commit suicide um don't talk about it talk about it they don't they don't know how to ask for help so they don't like and that so no she didn't say anything to him she put everything she right. had into those kids until she didn't have anything left to put into anybody and that's what happens. Exactly. And it's, yeah, I don't, 
I don't know anyone personally that's like been that close, but I've obviously I've been close with people who have experienced, you know, their close friends and family who have, yeah. you know, passed away in that, in that sense. And it's all the same story. I mean, every time. So if you are struggling with something like that, it's, it's not your fault and there's nothing you could have done about it. And I think that's yeah. the only, and if you were struggling, you know, with, like, and if you're struggling with feeling like you want to, please don't keep it to yourself because mm-hmm. like I said, the people who do end up committing suicide are the people who never asked for help and never like knew how to. And, and there is, there is hope out there. Yeah. And if you don't want to talk to someone, you know, I mean, call 911, call, they have a, what's the, there's the new mental um, health hotline. Yeah. And there's, and most places have, even if they have local, like, um, uh, preventative mm-hmm. call lines, like just mental health professionals to talk to you. Um, but yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of options, even if you like are, uncertain about talking to people you know like you don't want yeah. to get up in your your regular daily life um, which is totally fine and understandable also yeah no because because sometimes that is scarier and it also puts a weird place like if you pass through those feelings and then you have mm-hmm. people in your life who like never get over the fact that you said that so like i totally get wanting to talk to right. somebody you don't know um yeah 100 yeah um sorry i this this episode was like really dark too not just yeah. the demon part of it so like i wanted to address that before i lost my mind yeah i think that's a uh, um that was that's good because i mean that's and that's one thing dealing with horror is sometimes you know we need to discuss things that are not necessarily directly well, with what's and happening but it's it's also hard because um the episode that we watched of stargate for this week from last sunday's episode also dealt with suicide and like depression Mm -hmm. and it was in a very sci-fi like um like not emotional way but it did it did still touch on it so to like back to batch watch those both of those episodes i was like i need oof, i need to get that off my chest yeah absolutely yeah so yeah Everyone take care of your mental health and take care of yourselves. And and I am going to put the, the numbers in the description for this episode. I just don't know them off the top of my head right now. Yes. So good call. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. Well, no, because I, honestly, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's actually the, it's the, the best time. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is um, like Thanksgiving and, um, and is Christmas. one of the and Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day are two of the highest mm-hmm. like suicide rates in the world because people who don't have those family connections, it's like the hardest time to be yeah. alive. So like, um, yeah, no. So happy Thanksgiving. Please reach out if you need help. Um, yeah, exactly. And we'll have all your resources available in the bottom of the, yes. the comments notes um so we leave on the solemn note of verity not having anything that andy's received from um nikki and we get this very through path through fair way of marcus coming in and just keep like prompting him it's almost like there's an arc that we just like follow into the next scene of like him prompting him to like what is like where did this start what is happening what is going on and we land at um in the past with uh his new sheets so it's 
a little bit past that last scene now. And mm-hmm. he's crying in the art room when Grace appears. And this is the first time he sees Grace. And he's asking who she is and he doesn't like know what's going on, obviously. And um, she says that she could be his new friend. I was like, that's where everything went downhill. Um, yeah. And she has her little hat because she said she's you know gets scared sometimes she doesn't go outside she's doing any of these things and he's like maybe i could help you because like because he inside of him he he doesn't he doesn't know how to deal with his own emotional baggage other than to help other people through theirs he Mm -hmm. like which to be fair that's also what nikki was doing um which is unhealthy um but he is like oh well nikki's gone i don't know what to feel my other the rest of my kids are like adjusted at this point but oh new basket case shows up let me fix it yep yep and so we get grace and uh then we have another brief interlude where we just hear them saying fight it andy fight it andy like don't let it get you as we jump into back into our grace dream and at this point he's like i you know i don't know who you are and and she is like reacting to the fight at andy which is how you can tell that it's not just a regular past memory anymore right and she i've like as strange as this episode is to talk about it is like really beautifully done like yeah oh no that's like it's for viewers it's all it's all that's why i was like it's all so like intertwined and connected and floating back and forth between what is real and what isn't real and even in the dreams you don't even know what is a memory and what is a like possession and like it's so beautifully done but I was watching it and I was like usually I can be like okay this is the end of a scene this is the end of a scene and like these are how we're gonna chunk it and talk Mm -hmm. about it but this one I was like I I didn't pause ever right yeah, so you have to just watch our YouTube so you can follow our hand movements for how we... Because <laughs> we're, like, describing it. And we're literally both, like, mimicking the flow of the show with our hands. Yes. Because there's no, there's no chunking. So this is a YouTube episode. Thanks, guys. Um, so Grace is hearing this fight at Andy and then runs away. And, of course, Andy goes to protect her. And so he, like, goes out. All of the lights are dark. It's terrifying outside of this room. And he's looking for Grace, but instead he finds Nikki. And she comes down and talks to him and she says they're trying to tear us apart, which is what she keeps telling him whenever yeah. they're trying to get rid of her of demon her. Yeah. And then we come back to today. And we've brought Rose back in. And this is <laughs> this is what I was saying earlier. But uh she is saying she's like what are we going to do? Like, I have to get these kids somewhere else. Like they can't just hang out at the Island. We have to like take care of Andy. Are you going to save him? Like, and we have a dead body. And Marcus is just like, we're going to deal with the exorcism. He said, we're going to do the exorcism first and then we'll deal with the consequences later. (laughs) Yes. I was like, yes, that is the only proper move because he, and like, because he's saying it's right. Like the hospital. And yeah, he's like, what do we do? Um, we call the police and he goes somewhere and kills everyone else. Like that, we we can't. Right. You just, And she was like, well, what about the kids who just like watched him stab someone? Well, you know what? He's going to stab a lot more people if we don't fucking fix this. 
Right. Like, go take care of them and make sure they're okay. And we'll take care of him and make sure the rest of the world is okay. And and the body will 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 get to that. She's already dead. She can't get more dead. Right. Like, nothing can change now. And, like, who's looking for her? Harper? Harper's there. Like, it's uh, not like no, they're... No, I mean, almost. the cops? Oh, well, I guess she escaped from a... A facility. The facility, yeah. So... So maybe. someone might come looking for her, but like maybe let's get rid of the demon f- before they get there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good call, Marcus. Um, and then as they're doing this, they're talking about everything, um, and they start seeing Andy. Nikki shows back up in bed, and it takes us back to the past. And yeah. they're laying outside with a picnic, and everything seems so lovely and so like nice, and it's sunny. They have this fancy car that's the first thing that seems to throw Andy off in their driveway. That like you can tell that he's like, Why do we have this like super fancy car I've never seen? And then he asks where the kids are, and she starts being super vague. And she's just like, Oh, I think I saw them out in the garden. Which at this point I didn't understand. I didn't understand either. <laughs> I I didn't get it. And that's, I, uh, I got it the second time she said it, but yeah. not the first time. The first time I was like, oh, okay, like they're outside. They were like, we're outside. They were outside in the garden. We're just on a different right. part of the lawn. We're going to go inside. Like all of that made sense to me. I also didn't see the car. Mm, yeah. I like looked like down a black Lamborghini or something. It was like something like, super nice. Yeah. Like I looked down and I didn't see the, so I didn't see the car. And so like I missed the car. And the phrasing wasn't, didn't catch me off guard at first. And so I was like, okay, we're just having like another memory. And he's like living in this yeah. memory. I, Had I not seen the car, I would have thought it was just another memory. Yeah. Um, I did. I, although I didn't figure out what was wrong. I just knew it was all. Yeah. And so he, she tells him the kids are in the garden and not to worry about it. And then we come back to Andy yelling and fighting and trying to get everyone off of him so he can, you know, be a demon and she comes back in the midst of this and puts her hands over his eyes and like brings him back to the past which i'm telling you all of the like transitions in this episode all the transitions in this episode were stunning yeah and so they're inside and all this stuff is decorated and she's like this is what you've always wanted and he's like okay but how can we afford it like he knows that they don't have that kind of money and and so also, they're like, in. They're also like his new office library fancy thing is in the boys' room. Yeah, and uh, then she's he's like, "Where are the kids?" And she's like, "Oh, they're just out in the garden." And then she's like, "Let me show you my new painting." And it's in Verity's room that is now empty, yeah. Oh, yeah. except for her stuff. And he's like, "Where did all her furniture go?" And she's like, "They're in the garden." And I was like, mm, "This isn't great." So he goes outside and. Lo and behold, they're all buried in the garden. And it's like, uh, Mom, mom's in the garden. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, like this this entire episode ties to each other. And uh she comes out there and she says she had to do it because they're the reason she died. And oh gosh, that's so heartbreaking. And he knows that his wife would never say that no matter how depressed she was. And yeah. that's what, like, like he already knew things were off, but that was the moment. But like, that was, that that's why I was, that was the moment that I was like, oh my God, there's hope. He's going to fight it. Cause he knows. Yes. 
I was, I was that moment when he like saw the bodies in the garden and he like his love for his kids and his knowing who Nikki was, was going to get him out of this. I was like, Oh my God, like they're actually going to pull him out of this in this episode. And it's not going to be two episodes of exorcism. And we're going to like address who the demon actually is. And I had so much hope. And then she takes them into another memory. <laughs> oh, and she says she wants to show him what the children were really like. And they're in bed, pulling around when they start hearing Caleb and Chuck arguing and yelling. And he's like, no, no, don't worry about it. And then they burst in the door. And they're fighting, and she's having to tear them apart. And as soon as she gets them out of the door, she just, like, collapses against the wall. And she's, like, showing this really, like, exhausted and worn down side of herself. Yeah, and, and she's like, what if, what if we made the wrong decision? Like, what if we're not actually cut out for this? Yeah, and she just looks, like, so downtrodden. And then he's like, this isn't, this isn't it. And he's like, back to the dream, and he's he's fighting. And then we because, jump because, to another dream. Because the thing is, the demon's not taking memories, like, not creating memories. They're taking mm -hmm. real memories and twisting them. So, like, she mm -hmm. said that. She was upset and stressed out and frustrated. But, like, that thinking that you're not doing enough to help these kids is different than thinking that the kids are going to ruin your life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's just sad today, but she's not, like, this isn't right. Sure. And also, like, the kids fighting with each other and not wanting to be in the same room. Like, maybe uh, we did make a mistake. Maybe we need a bigger house or maybe we need yeah. something else. Or maybe there's something that I don't know that I have to figure out on how to help them. Like, maybe this is too yeah. much in this moment. But, like, that doesn't mean... Or maybe they're just teenage boys and it'll be over tomorrow. Like, right. And if you... Yeah. if you, The thing is when you adopt kids or foster kids and you have so much baggage, not to say like everybody has baggage. I don't mean it in a negative way, but like these kids, you don't get into the foster system without having shit go wrong in your life. Like, right. So like you're yeah. bringing in someone who has a lot of baggage and then you're mixing groups of kids who have a lot of baggage and you've mm -hmm. never raised a kid before. And that's, overwhelming and you're allowed to have nights where you just like what the fuck did i do because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. if you didn't you're not human right yeah um and so we go to the verity and nikki dream where verity is being like extremely mean to nikki and nikki is showing that she was just like pushed around she's pushed her edge and she like couldn't she couldn't deal with it and then we hear marcus's voice comes through and he and andy just starts fighting like and like, that's not he's just keeps saying ended. he just keeps saying it's not how it ended that's because like they tweak it but then they don't show how it's resolved they just keep like amping it up amping it up amping it up and then not showing that there was a resolution every time or like that it wasn't as bad as it seemed in that like visual you know and because right, uh, but because well, do we, we do? Yeah. I was gonna say, is this when we see, we do see how it ended in that moment? Yeah, yeah. We jump back to the past for like very brief moment where Verity is crying while Nikki's holding her, and it shows that they really were like super close, which is what they've always said from the beginning is that Nikki and Verity were like the closest in the house. Like, well, because when you're an, a rebellious, angry teenager with like mm -hmm. problems. 
Like, let me tell you, I'm sure I said shit to my mom that was awful as a teenager. But, like, because my mom and I are, like, the same fucking person. So, like, but, like, and that's the thing. Like, Verity and Nikki, they they had all the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but then we turn to the left, and there is fake Nikki standing there, and she has a finger gun, and she just pulls the trigger. And we come out of that dream. Mm-hmm. That was a fucking it. weird scene. That that moment like didn't make sense to me. Was I was it? like, the shit, the shit. Yeah, it was like, it's weird. Um, but it just sent us back to the beginning where he, like, he's waking up again in the bed alone. He goes downstairs mm-hmm. and closes the door, and he's like realizes what's happening because he's you know still in there. And he decides he's going to just push through. And he's like, as soon as Chuck starts reading the note, he's like, oh, no. And he starts to take off. And all the kids start getting in the way so that he can't go save her. And he gets there and he sees her. But this time, whenever he sees her, she turns around and looks at him and goes under the water. And he's actually the one to pull her out of the water this time. But she's still dead. And then Harper's joined them. And they, she says that she doesn't even look that pretty. And then they all just start repeating, I'm glad she's dead. How much more children of the corn can you get? Like, right. I cannot. <sighs> so you're present day. And not only is this like. Well, wait, and when, when Harper showed up, was someone, there was still only four of them. Who was missing when Harper appeared? I think it was, was Chuck, because tr- it's, like, was present tr- day. Mm-hmm. Right, but, like, Chuck, I was, that's what I was going to say. Truck was gone. Once Harper showed up, Truck was gone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so we go to present day, and Andy is just physically drowning. And so they have to, like, immediately unhook him. She is. Like, they are showing her, like, yeah. spitting up the water, and then it's actually he is right. spitting up the water. Right. And uh, so they unhook him. They turn him over. And this is the first moment where he turns to them and he just says, help me. Please help me. And uh, Marcus, he just says, till the end, my friend. Or Tomas. I don't remember which one said it now. I think it was Tomas, actually. It was Tomas, yeah. Till the end, my friend. And they start praying. Mm -hmm. And then Andy starts seeing weird things. No one's really, like, lining up as well. He's seeing all these flashbacks of, like, the fake past. Not anything that, like, he knew already. And then we start seeing the traditional exorcist rot where the demon starts, like, rotting through the ceiling and to the walls. And it just reminds us we're still in that series, even if it's a whole new story. And uh, then Rose shows up to talk to him because he's been knocked out for hours, it seems. And he starts coming back, too, when she's there. And he wakes up and he recognizes her and it sounds like he's like back in his right head. And he asks her about the kids. She's like, everyone's fine. She's like, they all love you. She's like, how much all of us love you. And then he starts asking her to untie him. And we know it's all gone downhill from there. And yeah. he starts like yelling at her and saying it's all her fault and blaming her. For and- bringing the priest there and for having all this happen. Yeah, and uh, she, of course, leaves, and she says, 
she's like, you have to fix him. And they're like, we're going to need time. And she's like, I can only hold these kids for so long. Like they're part of the system. They're going to have to like, something's going to have to be said about it. So yeah, she's like, but I'll do the best I can. Mm-hmm. And then a new interesting thing is happening. He starts seeing Marcus and Tomas like demons kind of reminds me. Kind of reminds me of the kids standing against the wall in Blair Witch Project. Um, oh, yeah. When they're first just, like, standing facing the wall, I was like, what is happening? And, uh, but then when they turn around, they look like demons. And when Marcus's mouth was terrible. foaming, when Marcus's mouth was foaming and Tomas's eyes, like, got, like, red, I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah. And, uh, it was crazy and then we start seeing the glimpses again we're seeing glimpses of the funeral glimpses of the fake memories and then andy is there but he's terrified he has no yeah. idea what's going on uh tomas turns his head 100 uh. degrees like completely all the way around and is looking at him and he starts uh and so andy's terrified and they're like if you want us to stop you just have to tell it you just have to say it. you just have to say it and then he asked for help. This time, he's asking for the demons for help, not the good guys. And at that moment, Marcus and Tomas freeze. And we get this really beautifully done 360 view of the room that just circles around them. And when we get back towards the front of them, Nikki arrives to quote unquote help him. And she grabs the holy water that's been frozen midair and she tells him it's not too late to be saved. And she like stands in front of Tomas and Marcus and is like taking all the pain from him, even though she's the demon causing all of the But and so pain. she's like she's like, You can save me, look what they're doing to me, yeah. look how that much pain I'm in, you have to save me, you have to save me. And she's like, you have to make your choice. And we go to the, we go back to the past. And again, we wake up on the day of Nikki's death. And he already seems to have known this because at this point, all of the kids are tied up and they're all terrified of Andy now. No, and- they're, well, they, they are terrified, but they're like, please don't do this. Please don't l- yeah. like, let this happen to us. Don't leave us here. Yeah. And he, of course, does because he's like one mindset. This time he gets in the water. He makes it in time to save her. And that's when the demon really comes out. And because he she, picked her over the kids. Yep. And because she says, she, she says, says, you saved me this time. Yeah. And she says, now what are we going to do about those kids? And he wakes up in the bed. And both Marcus and Tomas are thrown back. And he has black demon eyes. Which appears like integration. But I'm hoping we're not there yet. I think it's integration yet. Because remember, Casey had black eyes a lot when the demon was like... Oh, that's true. The, true. The black eyes... The black eyes are different because the black eyes are like the demon taking over the body, not integrating with it. If it was integration, he would look like himself the again. The third eye. And the, the yeah, third eye would right. be there, but he would look like himself again. This is more like how mm-hmm. bad things were with Casey. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah. So there's still hope. 
There is still hope. It's just today. not, not, not today. Not today. Yeah. So, uh, I don't any trivia for you. Shocking. Um, <laughs> so, who do you want to punch in the face? Nikki. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So this is kind of a cop out, <laughs> but there's not really anyone else who's done wrong. So I'm gonna pick Grace. <laughs> Which is here's basically the thing. Here's the thing. You know what? Actually, no. You can keep the demon. You keep Nikki slash Grace, both of them. I'm going to punch fucking Andy. Because Andy, this whole goddamn time, in the whole thing in the dream, even in the dream, even when she was showing him the fake memories, he knew that that wasn't Nikki. He knew that Nikki wouldn't sacrifice the kids. So why, when he sees the kids hogtied on their bedroom floors mm-hmm. and knows that it's either them or Nikki, who he's already grieved, is he going to pick Nikki? Like, that is some bullshit. And I get it. Like, I will never understand that grief. I don't know how, like, he even fought the demon as long as he did. If it was Nikki coming to him, like, I get it. But you fought for so long and never once wavered on the kids. And now this is the image that you're going to walk away from? Yeah. That's 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 a good answer. That's a good so, answer. So you can punch the demon because yeah. the demon is the correct answer, but also, what mm-hmm. the fuck, Andy? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so who's your MVP, then? Is there one... I think so. I think so. I mean, okay, no. Marcus and Tomas were both great. Um, They both did their job and were wonderful and did nothing wrong and fought really hard. But because the whole episode was Andy's spiral into the possession, it felt very much like there was no MVP. And like, it felt very much like this episode is only the bad. Yeah, it really felt like you were just spiraling deeper and deeper in because that's what Andy was doing. Yeah, and and so, like, while I know that Marcus and Tomas are the MVPs of the episode, I get it, and, like, Rose was fine, and Mm -hmm. and none of the parts of the dream were real, and the negative parts of the kids weren't real, like, I I get it, but because this episode was so singularly focused on Andy's descent, and it ended with him losing... Yeah. Was there an MVP? Like right. <laughs> everything was bad. I everything know. was bad. Um, so I'm gonna pick Tomas because I guess so. <laughs> yeah, well he doesn't get picked enough, so that was a good choice. Um yeah. I'm gonna go with Rose, um, just to okay. switch it up a bit because she's giving them the space they need to do the exorcism after she was pretty skeptical at the beginning of everything. And she's making sure that the kids are taken care of and they're okay um, while trying to not just toss them back into the system because she knows that it's really not anyone's fault. Yeah. So Very valid. Um, Very valid. Yeah. So we'll see if, that, if I maintain that feeling. But today, that's how I feel. Um, Fantastic. So do you have some predictions? I have some ideas about what's um, going to happen next. The whole world is going to go to hell. Like... Ugh. Um, which usually I mean metaphorically, but honestly, like at this point, the whole show might as well be like, well, we're fucked. The demons won. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But um, obviously, things are not looking great. Um, my overall prediction is that I do think Andy will be saved. Like, I, I do think that that's, that that's where the season will wrap up, was with them saving him and the kids being okay. Like, um, I don't think that they're going to kill all the children. Um, do you think anyone's going to not make it out because of Andy before he gets saved? Um, I think so. I do I also um so I accidentally found out one thing that I don't know what it means um <laughs> because um there was remember when I was so convinced that I knew the old guy from the farm and I had to figure out that he was on once upon a time mm-hmm. well his bio on IMDb has two character names for this season. Interesting. And so there's something still to come with that couple, but I mm. don't know what that means. Like I yeah. It, with where this episode with where this I when I first saw that, I thought it meant something and then where the show has gone, I don't think it is connected to what my first thought was um i have no idea what it means but apparently he has another name as well so i do think in the next three episodes he has to come back because there has to be some addressing the fact that that was weird on imdb or it could just be a fucking weird thing on imdb because sometimes that happens too um but so like i have i have that i have that little tiny nugget of like information that connects to absolutely nothing in my head. Mm -hmm. So my prediction is that they will address that question that I have that I have no reason for having other than I looked at IMDb when I shouldn't. Um, So that's my, that's my cop-out prediction. Well, that makes me think. So when you first said, I was like, Oh, what if he's the integrated demon? And like, that's the second name is the demon name. But I yeah. feel like he's not integrated. I mean, he could be, but I feel like he's not because I feel like the first notice was um, Andy, and it's always someone that like has kids, and like, and like I don't know, maybe he released the demon or, or so. I don't know. So like, I but know, then I thought maybe something... like he's a family member that's changed his name, kind of in the same vein of like Angela because he was associated with one of the people who like killed his family that's, or was like a brother. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, what if he is one of those people that like has the family, like, Oh my God, what if he's the little boy in the well and he didn't actually die? But then that's we saw kind of scary. That's terrifying. But then we also saw the dead body in the dream, but like, again, oh, right. are Tomas's dreams real? Like, I, I don't know. But, like, he's, he's, I think he's got to be somebody connected to one of these mysterious deaths and he survived and he's yeah. going to. I, my first thought was when he had two names that he had to be a bad guy. Like, oh, he's lying yeah. about who he is, bad guy. That was my immediate thought. But I'm thinking maybe he's connected to one of these things and he's going to be the key to helping them release Andy from it. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, I'm, I'm kind of feeling more that sense than the bad guy. That, I'm, I'm getting that as more of a mm-hmm. gut than a bad guy because because of the way he reacted to the demon lamb. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, 
Yeah, I uh, I do think Andy's going to be like saved. I don't know if they are planning on doing because I know that the, when they were talking about planning a third season, I don't know if they were planning on doing a third season with the same family. Like maybe they were going to like something else was going to happen to the family, or if it was going to be on this island, or if they were going to do a whole new season like they did right. from last one to this one. So I don't know, yeah. like to predict like how that my my feeling is that it's more likely that they're going to wrap up the andy situation and the third season was going to do the same thing where it's a whole new main case but the the catholic church overtaking thing is still in the background and then that's what's not going to get wrapped up that's my prediction that's my prediction in terms of what makes the most sense as to storytelling Mm -hmm. but i also there there feels like there's way more to this mystery than i know how to handle in the next three episodes yeah i also felt that way i also felt like i Mm -hmm. did not know how we were going to wrap up what was happening with casey and angela in three episodes either so yeah that's true I just, I can't even begin to know, like, yeah, where it's going to go or what's going to happen. Bonkers. So, all right. Well, I, uh, I guess that's that. If you've got any predictions, if you have any thoughts, if you uh, experienced a demon, maybe don't tell us that. I'll be too scared. Don't tell me that. Yeah. Um, no. um, but like, if you actually like watch this on Thanksgiving, like a fucking weirdo, let us know about that too. Yeah, let us know if you're like hanging with us on the holidays because I'll just be chilling like a villain by myself in New York. So I'll be having two Thanksgiving dinners in one day. I Noelle told me she was going grocery shopping before I came over and I could eat whatever I wanted. So I will be eating whatever she bought, whatever that happens to be. Um, snacks. But yeah, so all of those things, if you want to say any and all of those things to us, you can email us deathandaliens at gmail.com You can find us on all of the social media at deathandaliens You can find me at cecloud13 And you can follow me everywhere at emkay underscore superstar And we will see you for Sci-Fi Sunday Bye Thank <laughs> you.